And I was sitting in a pool of blood and I looked up at my content director and he handed me the gun. And then it was at that moment that I thought radio's for me. <laughs> as, as, as the severed head rolled away. No. <laughs> Interesting episode. No, it's a great episode. Uh, Jez asked if he could voice his own intro quote and um, ask and you shall receive. Hello, welcome to Podcast. My name is Dom Evans. I'm head of production at Fox FM in Melbourne. And in this podcast, I'm talking to audio producers from all around the world about how they craft the sound of radio stations. Jeremiah Busniak, or Jez, as I know him as, is one of my colleagues, actually, here at the Hit Network in Australia. So he looks after our Brisbane, Adelaide and Perth stations, their major metro markets here. So that's Hit 105, Hit 107 and Hit 92.9. He started off in Bunbury, WA, worked his way to 92.9 in a breakfast audio role. And we're going to come back and talk about his time at the Fox. Jez was at Fox for seven years in the breakfast role and has a lot to share on that. But we're going to start with where he is now, which is network imaging producer, where he's been for the last eight months making stuff like this. You've heard him through your radio speakers for years. Starts with the beat, one guitar, the melody. Now, see him live. I'm in love with the shape of you. See him live in the best venue on earth. Suncorp Stadium. 50,000 fans. You. Hello. There is only one Ed Sheeran. Over the cars, Become a Hit 105 winner. Nice. All day from nine. Hit 105. How's it going? Oh, mate, it's it's really good. Um, it's such a fun role. I um, it, and it's kind of the first time that this role has been uh moved to a market. Um, that I'm servicing because previously mm. um, Blacko and yourself um, did it from Melbourne uh, and now that every show in the universe comes out of Fox there's just no studios left down there anymore so mm. <laughs> yes, it's true so up to sunny Brisbane I came which is great because I get to um, hear the station I get to um, hear how my work is sounding on air um, but it's it you're right man it's it's a big role um, and at the moment uh, I've got two stations that are the basically the same format. Um, hit 92.9 and Hit 105. And I've got another one, um, Hit 107, that's kind of uh, shifted their uh, music position there a bit. So I'm kind of imaging two different styles at the moment. And how are you uh, finding that? Because I I feel like that's always the case is they're mm. supposed to be doing the same thing in theory, but then one's just out a bit and you do have to kind of wear a couple of hats. So how are you finding it? Matt, it was, I, I, I think it started out, um, perfectly for me because at when I first started, all three stations were kind of the same vibe. Maybe Hit 107 was a little bit more relaxed with um, some of the hotter stuff. So it was a good – and then a few months into the job, that's when Hit 107 decided to kind of go uh, a bit more variety, a bit more, you know, an older school format. Um, so it was perfect timing because I'd kind of settled into the role and was able to kind of shift up my work a bit and uh, was ready to start doing two versions of things, whereas previously I could pump out one and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. just just chuck the tag on the uh, on the different versions and piff it around the network. No. Yeah. I, that's a lie, by the way, if any PDs <laughs> are listening to this. I make Everything I make is special and only for you. <laughs> what you need, I got. Hit 92.9 is famous, famous for the hit hookup. This year, we've given away more than half a million dollars. Oh my God, you've won 50K to fly away. Another 10 grand coming your way. Oh my God. Half a million in big cash. $10,000 of our bucks. Big prizes. You've got a brand new car. Oh my God. This 
Gotta be out of it. Ed Sheeran live. You're off to the world famous rooftop. The same thing. There's more where that came from. With half a million reasons to listen, get the hit hookup from Hit 92.9. You know, you saw plenty of other people in these roles. You saw BT in it, Konski, Blackers, myself, in these sort of network imaging roles. So when you were in Breakfast, you must have had a certain perception of what that was. Now that you're in it, is it what you thought it was going to be? It kind of is, man. Yeah. Oh, what I was always a bit jealous of um, was you guys getting to build those big tactics. You know, the 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 this. You know, the sounds of the station that take over the station for a couple of weeks. You know, mm. um, and often those kind of things were fold into uh, to Brecky as well. You know, station tactics um, that would become you know, features in, in the Brecky program I was working on um, for weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and actually because I was such a control freak um, with <laughs> scripting and, and uh, all the production on, on the shows I worked on, um, I was like, man, I wish I got to um, <laughs> to have a go at, at that kind of stuff. But I, And quite not jealous in a bad way, jealous in like, a, oh, man, that sounds like, re- you know, like a heap of fun um, mm. designing uh, mini brands that get to exist on uh, this bigger brand for uh, for a couple of weeks. Yeah, so... But, Building all those things, man, I've really enjoyed. I've really enjoyed um, coming up with sounds uh, for different tactics that, you know, content directors have wanted. Yeah. It's a cool feeling, isn't it, um, getting, mm. you know, that that big voice track into y- your session and then uh, the rest is kind of up to you. Yeah, absolutely. It's also daunting, man. Every time, I think we spoke about this, every single time I started, I'm like, oh, man, how am I going to do it? <laughs> I work hard every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about a prize so big, so grand, you wouldn't need to work, I work, hard, I work hard. for an entire year. But today is my day. Stav, Abby and Matt are about to change someone's life in Brisbane forever. Four. We'll reveal all Monday, 7 a.m. Don't miss out on this jaw-dropping announcement and the chance to live for free. Would you pay my... Hit 105. Do we ever lose that imposter syndrome thing? Oh man, I hope I hope so. Um, <laughs> I kind of now I've I've lent into it a bit and and gone. I I think I understand the process a little bit better now that and that if I spend X amount of time in this and just working this, like finding hooks, putting different things together, something always comes out the other side. So, and yeah, I've kind of broken it down to a science, I think. Well, not not a science, like I haven't got it all figured out, but I, I trust that if I invest X amount of time into this thing, something will come out the other side. Mm. Well, that's really interesting because we've been talking about that a lot in the podcast is the art or science. So, yeah. okay, um, so let's look, for example, at your million-dollar promo or your live for free, one of those big Matthew O'Sullivan kind of ball-tearing promos. Matthew O'Sullivan. Perth. I want to play a game. <laughs> Think of a number. A number that would turn your life around. Imagine the exact dollar amount you would need to be free forever. I can read your mind, Perth. I bet the number you were thinking of was one 
Your next chance to join the Millionaires Club in 30 minutes. Hit 92.9. How would you approach something like that? Well, bro, with the um, Millionaire one, I actually wrote that uh, script. Did you? Yeah. Awesome. W- which was something um, I've kind of been folding in a little bit more now, now that I've been in the role for, you know, because um, I, I, I didn't want to come in straight away and go, hey, guys, I've got this cool new way to do stuff and everything's changing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, kids. Yeah, yeah. So um, so it's now I'm slowly starting to uh, either suggest script changes or, or uh, start writing scripts myself, so, which for me was always a big part of my process. And I kind of have done that for the last, you know, 10 years doing production. I've kind of written most things myself. So it was... um. Yeah, it, it felt really good, man, uh, especially with that millionaire one, to be able to write the script, then have the, a rough uh, idea of the sound in my head already. Then, So when I'm directing Matty O'Sullivan, I, I knew um, what bits I wanted to sound creepy, <laughs> what bits I wanted to sound not so creepy. Um, yeah. It, that made that process a bit easier for me, to be honest, man. When you were writing it, I'm guessing you were hearing it in your head, right? Yeah, a little bit, man. Yeah, I um, I kind of Luke James, who's a exceptionally talented fella over there in um, Perth at Hit ninety two nine. Who I deal with him basically for all the um production that they need, uh, and he gave me a heads up and say, "Hey, mate, this is this is coming up. Um, start thinking about it, basically." Uh, and then when I was at mm. home on a Friday night after two Coopers uh, greens, I was like, two oh. tops. Yeah, that's right. I saw um. <laughs> I saw something on Facebook that reminded me of the movie Saw, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to play a game. That's a funny old thing. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that would be fun to chuck in a promo for um, uh, this millionaire thing. Hello. I want to play a game. So I kind of just jotted it down there and sent it to my, sent an email to myself and then forwarded it to Luke on Monday. And, yeah, and then he was like, that's sweet. Let's get it done. That's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. Uh, that's, yeah, because yeah, that's one of the things we've spoken about a lot is creative process. And, you know, I, I still see you as one of the most creative producers I know because a lot of guys, oh, thanks, they're perfectly happy to have their scripts written for them. They almost don't want anything to do with it. But but you're quite different. You you actually really enjoy the entire process, which I think something Stax was talking about heaps. He really values um, not just coming in at the end to finish it off, mm. uh, but but kind of being there through all the inception of the idea too. Oh, mate, and I, I think um, you, it can work well both ways as well. Like I know um, uh, Blacko um, and say th- there's been some great partnerships in history, right? Like Matt Nicholson mm. and, and Ben Wosley. I listened so many times um, to the Head in the Sand Millionaire promo that aired on the Fox a couple of years back when I was still working on Matt yep. and Joe. And that really kind of, um, you know, uh, helped, I don't know, kind of uh, – it helped me decide the type of sound that I wanted to go for for my um, promo. And also I was a bit like trying to pay a little bit of a homage to Blacko, I think. <laughs> mm, yeah, no, totally. Take a moment. Take a moment to look in the mirror. That face you see staring back at you is totally, is totally unique. And, and at the Fox... <laughs> could help you win big big enough big enough to change your life forever one million dollars what are you waiting for get your head in front of fox.com.au and register now Matt and Joe's million dollar head in the
the sand. Listen to Win from Nine Monday morning. On Melbourne's number one million dollar hit music station. 101.9 The Fox. BT was talking in his episode too about Blacko being, in BT's words, the granddaddy of imaging. I mean, so many of us still, when we're going to build something, I think we think back to something we heard with Blacko's. Oh, totally, man. Blacko, Sidey, um, yourself, man. I've heard promos from you that I've tried to emulate. And um, Oh, thanks, man. And likewise. Uh, oh, thank you, mate. Tell me which ones exactly. <laughs> <laughs> which ones? Um, but yeah, man, it's um, it's exciting being able to being at the point now where I'm starting to fold in a bit more writing into this role uh, where, where I can. It's I don't think it's feasible to write everything um, in this job with three stations. I yeah, it couldn't. I don't think it could work, especially not being in market for two other stations. It's almost like you pick your battles, right? You go, I'd really, oh, if, if I try yeah. to have a hand in everything, I'm going to just run out of time and get stressed. But I really want to focus on that and I really want to focus on that. To- yeah, exactly right, man. Like, I, I'm not sticking my hand up saying I want to write the VIP promo <laughs> weekly. That's probably, I'm happy for... <laughs> I'm shocked and surprised. Tell me more. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I'm happy for stations to keep doing that stuff. But yeah, the big tactic stuff, definitely I am. Um, I'd love to have even just a little bit of input on the scripts before they get sent off. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, because I think there's nothing worse than getting a script and kind of going, oh, I, mm, oh, if only we'd had a conversation about this. You yeah, know? exactly, man. Oh, man, it would have been nice if there was a full stop there or like <laughs> just these words broken up a little bit so I can chuck a hook in here or, yeah, you know it. I mean, is there any part of you that misses being in a show environment? Man, actually, yeah, like heaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't miss the hours, man, but I bloody loved... Um, uh, you know, being able to contribute something to shows. Um, uh, like on the Matt and Joe show, I was able to write guest intros and stuff um, for the show, which was really cool that they let me do that. They trusted me to do that. And voiced as well. You were like the major voice of, of the show. Matt and Joe's next two guests are Hollywood royalty. They've been on our screens for nearly 30 years. And they've even got their own theme music. Yeah! But we've uncovered a shocking secret about them. Even though they've been around for nearly three decades, they haven't aged one little bit. Can anyone say Botox? (laughs) It's the two monsters whose plastic surgeon we'd like to meet, Elmo and Cookie Monster. They're here. Wait, wait wait a minute. What is Botox? (laughs) You do not know what Botox is. Let me explain it later, okay? Okay, good. Yeah, we not really need Botox. I suppose it is such a good feeling being a part of a team where you feel like you're creating something all the time. I mean, hmm. Matt Tilly, who was the breakfast host um, for a large part of your stint at Fox, yep. sat you down and, and talked to you about how he wanted you to see your role? Yeah, that was a conversation I had with Tilly that kind of just, I think, became my mantra was looking at the show rundown looking at each kind of box and going, what can I add to that? Or, uh, And in some shows, there would be breaks that were basically all my work, you know, like there might have been mm. packages or sketches type of thing. So I was, um, I set myself the goal on the Matt and Joe show of, of uh, looking at the 8 o'clock hour, the showtime hour, the, you know, where all the listeners are and going, if, if I can um, look at that run sheet and go, that spot, that rave couldn't have happened without me, um, that was kind of my goal. Every, every day having something innate that couldn't have happened without me type of thing. Yeah. That's such an important thing I think for anyone that's working on any show or any brand is instead of kind of – because there's one way of looking at it, which is, mm. right, what do you need? You know, clicking the fingers. Where's that bit of paper with the 10 grabs you need? Yeah. But the other way of looking at it is, right, I'm a resource for you. I'm here to add value. What can I add to this 
that's just such a oh, 100%. I think it turns from that like I'm your slave to I'm your partner. That's in right. Your, man. This creative process. Yeah, it go it, it turns from uh, working for a show to working on a show and being part of a show type of thing. And I think you well get, said. You'll get the most satisfaction out of your role if you're working on a show if you are part of the show and and um, you can contribute stuff that no one else could contribute or you even if it's just you looking at a break and going I I can think of this audio element that will add something to this break that wouldn't have been there otherwise. A grab or an intro or a bed or a sound effect or even a tiny little sketch and stuff like that. And that's, man, though, the, the times that uh, in my job where I could contribute those things, I definitely felt the most, you know, satisfaction and, um, and loved my job the most. And you'd be taking that into your role now where instead of going, oh, what do you guys need this week? It's all right. How can I, you know, put, you know, three stations... Uh that's a lot of people listening. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. No, it's it, and there's a way. Um, I'm sure there's a way I can do it in this role too, and I think I'm just starting to do it now. Um, but yeah, like I said, I didn't want to come in and go, "Hey guys, uh, <laughs> step aside, guys." <laughs> the new guys here, and I've got, I've had some thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's change everything. Yeah. So, and, and let let's just stay on the breakfast stuff for a minute. So, cool. how do you be creative in such a? It's a fast moving environment. You're so fatigued. How did you kind of keep that creativity going? I think um, the um, it sounds like a cop out. The team is important if you're in a, an environment where ideas are welcomed and um, supported, and kind of you know you can throw an idea out there and it gets built upon. Um, mm. That's always helpful, man. But I also think there's uh, you've talked about the art versus science thing heaps in this podcast, and with creativity, um, there is definitely a science to it in that if you can foster creativity you can say so, so like if you're trying to come up with a sketch idea there's things you can do to kind of help the script writing process like i, I used to like the dot theory um where i don't know if i know that what's that so uh if you have a blank page right and you're trying to write something that's the worst thing in the world if you have you know if it's open-ended that's the absolute worst case scenario for the human brain to try and be mm. creative because this create tweet, go yeah exactly right <laughs> so if you put a dot on the page and call that dot say like we put a dot down that is something topical from the news. Um, so today that could be like super, super's in the news today. Then we put another dot on on the page that is the Matt and Joe show, right? And then another dot um, and we call this dot, um, what else, what else have we got? Um, oh, like footy, footy, because say we're in Melbourne, um, footy's a big, a big thing in Melbourne. Um, and mm -hmm. then uh, we've got three things on the page and we can kind of connect these dots, right? And through connecting the dots, uh, we might come up with a line or, or something. So um, I'll try to do that now. Like, okay, super in the Matt and Joe show. Matt Tilly's getting old. Um, hopefully his super balance is <laughs> getting up there. Um, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's lame, but but you can, if uh, with, with a bit of time, um, it can kind of, you know, you might get something from it. You could get a promo script. You could get a sketch out of it type of thing. Um, yeah. As you were describing that, I actually got a piece of paper and started putting those dots down and I can see how you're right. I mean, first and foremost, you've, you've lost the blank page, which is terrifying. <laughs> and then yeah. you've just started to head in some direction as opposed to just having no direction. That's right, man. You're, you're putting a frame around it. You're putting, you know, putting a couple of barriers up for your brain. So it's not just, you know, yeah, the open-endedness is what stifles creativity, I reckon. Once, once you've got, yeah, those couple of things down on the page, your brain will start connecting those dots. Hmm. And with breakfast production, obviously there's so much you can do inside the show with the sketches and the intros and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, endless in the show, but also out of the show. It's such a powerful promotional tool because it's kind of after nine o'clock, 
production is how the breakfast show occurs after nine. That's right, man. You're keeping the brand alive, that show brand alive outside of the hours of six to nine. So it's so important. And um, I, I think if you think about the science of, of uh, why the production is there for as well, that can that can help you um, decide what to do with all that airtime, you know. Like it, it, those promos that air and drive for brekkie shows, why are they there? They're there to convert the drive cube into breakfast cube. Yep. <laughs> so yep. I think when when you think of it in, in such literal terms as that, you're like, okay, so how do we do that? How do we what, – what's the way to do that? Do we – um, what's on the show tomorrow, what happened on the show today type of thing. Um, I think it always helped me um, like breaking down the science of what, why are we doing this um, and then adding the creative on top from there. Yeah, oh, such a good point. You know, and the hours don't help. You get to the end of it and it's like, oh, I've got to do the drive bumper. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's shit. right. You know, yeah. Put your keys and wallet back on, log back in. What a missed opportunity. And I often think this because everyone's trying to get out of work, but then at four to six or, you know, extended drives now, like what, three to seven, you know. Yeah. Uh, all those people listening and if they're not getting the right message for the breakfast show, they might not tune in. And so not to dramatise it, but it's just that thing of this is so important to get right. Totally, man. That's Yeah, that's probably like the only thing, <laughs> like you know, those beautiful daily promos that we make that play across the workday, the cum graphs kind of tell us not too many people hear those, right? So yeah. drive is where the cum kind of, um, uh, you know, you see that massive jump again as people start getting back into their cars. So that's that's your brand. That, that's where you spend your life, right? That six to nine show, that's where it's represented in the afternoon. How do we, <laughs> how do yeah. we make that effective? You know, we all want to make stuff that's effective and does something. You know, we um, yeah, I think that's a good goal to have if if the thing that you're making is effective and has a purpose to to do something. You know, no, that's fantastic. All right, so eight month in the network imaging role. I want to run through some of this production. It's so cool. So thanks, man. You know, this hit ninety two nine R and B Perth playlist promo. It's so hot. Perth, this R&B Fridays, you're in control. Taking over the playlist. All day today, you're picking the bangers. Bass drop, bass drop. It's R&B Fridays with Perth's playlist. Taking over the playlist. Playlist. Play that song on now. The best booty shakers all have picked by you. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna I got 99 pounds. Woo! Uh-huh. Playlist. Uh-huh. All day today, you're picking the bangers from 9 a.m. on Hit 92.9. Was that a bit different going... So, you know, you're doing breakfast production and then, you know, next minute you're doing these massive hot R&B mashups. Was that a bit of an adjustment? It did take a while to kind of um, blow the dust off, man, and, and um, get back into the, uh, you know, B-mixing and finding, you know, putting the work in, finding the acapellas, finding all those bits and pieces. I forgot actually how much work goes into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is probably a great time to play back one of your beat mixes from 2011 from Hot FM. Hot FM. The winter's gone as the clothes come off and things start to heat up. So do our kids. And then back to here. So mm. how do you feel like your beat mixing's evolved over time? What have you learned? Having said it takes ages to get the acapellas and stuff in, you mm. know, 
what's the learning been for you over time? I think the learning has been um, that you don't need to do it all the time and actually probably don't do it as much as you used to. Uh, <laughs> um, That's a good point. A bit, Hit 107 Repack, when they moved towards more hits and even more old school, that was their messaging, so they're playing more old school tunes. Um, Todders, who's an awesome dude, um, I sent through a bunch of uh, promo, like mashup promos, basically, like beatmix promos to him. Um, for the repack, and I thought they were hot, man. I'd spent a couple of hours on them. I was like, "Yeah, I'm the top dog." He's like, "Oh man!" <laughs> so I, I really wanted these um, these old school tunes to breathe in this in this promo, and I was like, "Oh man!" And I was kind of gutted, but then I was like, "Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That's what the whole repack is about." And I've just kind of gone and made a a, um, a Dujokonski style mashup, you know, <laughs> like which sounds great. It sounds sick, bro. <laughs> We've changed the music on Hit 107. We've moved out the ads to move in more music. And it's more of the old school you love. Hits. With even more old school all day. Adelaide's Hit 107. I wasn't uh, kind of adjusting my sound for for the format and for the positioner. So that was a that was a good lear- learning lesson, man. More music. And it's more of the old school you love. Let's run through some more stuff here. Eds or Tails, really great promo. Two international voices. Um, I got that straight away. Almost like one representing Taylor's camp, one representing Ed's camp. Very oh, cool. Oh, mate, you've bloody, yeah. That was Luke James's idea. He's a mad dog. This year. This year. Two of the biggest names in pop music. Hi. Hello. Are taking over Optus Stadium. Three times over. Oh, my God. I found the love. Only Hit 92.9 has the most free Free tickets tickets to Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran. Want to see them for free? Pick a side. Will it be Ed's? Want to see me live? Or Tails? We're going to have some fun. See Taylor Swift or Ed Sheeran. Is everyone here to have a good time? Are you ready for it? We get our toss on from nine on the home of the most free tickets in Perth. Hit 92.9. That one was definitely a case of uh, I got the script sent to me, then it was just put in time, put in the time to get all those acapellas, all those hooks, get them on the grid, then get them to a tempo somewhere in the middle of all of them. You know what I mean? Like when you mash yep, yep. together 50 Ed songs and 50 Taylor songs. Um, yeah. So that that one really kind of reinforced to me that, the you know, even though it seems like a big job, if you just spend the time, something will come out the other end for sure. Like, and it did take time, man. Um, actually, I think yeah. I, I have to thank you for that promo, I think, man, because I... Oh, really? To get this gig... Um, uh, the delightful David Komsky got me to do a couple of demos and um, one of the uh, demos I had to make was like a Taylor Swift tease that you made, which sounds good. Actually, I think you should play it here, mate. Play that here. <laughs> um, and then um, It's your podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate, you can play some work too, buddy. Um, okay. Hold on, Swifties. It's time. Tomorrow. Taylor Swift is dropping new music. 
The moment it drops, you'll hear it here first. On the Fox. On the Fox. Yeah, and it sounded so cool, man. And then I had to recreate that. So um, that's I had all those hooks um, from the uh, from that session lying around. I was like, well, that's half the work done. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> literally half the work done. Like the Taylor side of that promo is done. So thank you, man. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Um, you know, it's it's so cool. And like your integrated intros, you know, so, uh, you know, we've played these on pretty much every podcast, you know, something from like a Barzy mind. Hey, hey it's Barzy and this is my new song, my Hit 105. Hits and old school. Where you're just looking for like a slick transition. But then this is the first time I've played one of these. And integrated that actually has your breakfast talent in there as well. Wake up with Stav, Abby and Matt. There is about 18 people in this song. David Guetta, Charlie XCX, who else? Afro Jack is in there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's one other who I can never remember. It's always the least famous one who gets put at the end of the list. Mm, like Stav, Abby and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Hit 105. Oh, yeah, I think they're really cool. I think they're fun to make because um, you kind of get to tie together the two pillars of your station, right, which mm. for most stations is breakfast and music. Mm. Um, so mixing those two together, whoa, great idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind saying so yourself. Yeah. Uh, the the, the um, Stav, Abby and Matt, the team up here, uh, have a really huge work ethic, man. So they actually sit in the studio after the show sometimes. They get a list of songs and they just banter around what they think of those songs for 10, 20 minutes. Um, and mm. then they, sh- they ship it over to me and, um, yeah, and we, and we get those out of them. And I think they work really well. So it's a credit to those guys for putting in the time. Yeah, totally. Um, can I ask you some quick fire questions, brother? Yeah, man, go for it. What would you say to someone starting out? Someone starting out. Oh, um, I think hard work is never not rewarded, even if it feels like at the time it's not. Even if no one sees it, um, I think, you know, in yourself, uh, it's always, always beneficial. Um no matter what it is even, like if it's hard work in um, production when you're just grinding away, hard work at home, hard work in your relationship, it's it always pays off somewhere and maybe not always the way you expect it to. What would you say to a program director? Get your messaging right first and decide what the one message you want on your station is or the one message you want for anything is and then work everything else around that. What would you say to yourself starting out? Ooh, good question. Um, you're a mad dog. Uh, you look great. Um, this is the best you'll ever look. Um, so capitalise on that. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> good advice. I think embrace change. Embrace um, the different the different things that come at you. You'll learn later in life that you really don't like doing the same thing for a long time. <laughs> so change is very helpful uh, for, for someone like me, yeah. What would you say to show talent? Oh, show talent. Um, your your team is probably an asset that is underrated sometimes. The, t- the on air team, your off air team. When that's when your off air team uh, feels included, feels like they're contributing, feels like um, you know that it's a, a good work environment. Um, <clears throat> that's I think that's when the best radio happens on the air. I think if you're having fun off the air. Um, that 
can't help but translate to fun on the air. And what would you say to your barista? Oh, my barista, strong, flat white. Although up in Brisbane, um, I've noticed when I say strong, flat white, they're like, they look confused and they go, oh, do you mean an extra shot? I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean an extra shot, which is what I had to do in <laughs> Perth. So the language is different up here. And I think in Noosa, they call it a doppio. A doppio? Doppio. <laughs> doppio. Uh, doppio is Polish. Doppio is double. Yeah, right. Doppio. Or maybe it's Italian. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just two multicultural guys. Just two multicultural guys. <laughs> Having know, a great time. I speak a tiny bit of Polish, and I, I swear when I was in, um, in Krakow, uh, I ordered a coffee uh, it was Doppio, but anyway. <laughs> Fun fact. Man, so good. Hey, this has been such a great chat. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. I think to say that there's learnings in here is an understatement. There's, there's just so much in here, man. So thank you so much. Mate, thank you so much. You are a very lovely guy. You've always been a lovely bloke to be around at work. Um, I think you're such a great fella. And this this podcast has been really handy for me. Um, you know, I'm up here by myself sometimes in Brisbane, so... Knowing that there's other people out there doing the same stuff is very, very helpful. And if people want to get in contact with you, how can they do that? Oh, mate, uh, look, my phone number is... No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, Six one. <laughs> uh, my my uh, Instagram or SoundCloud is Jezelenko, J-E-Z-A-L-E-N-K-O. I love um, talking to new dudes and... Um, people who are, are up and coming and I love hearing your work and talking to those guys it's um, I, I get a lot out of it so if um, you are one of those people I'd love to talk or even if you're a top dog and you want to give me feedback on my work I love that too that, that'd be great Jez what an absolute legend thank you again for your time man I think a really great chat and certainly a lot that can be taken away from that uh, the dot methodology for me was really interesting and I'm definitely going to use that next time I'm trying to come up with an idea just to sort of get rid of that blank page I think that's an awesome way to kind of try to connect some ideas together quick guest update I've got some awesome guests coming up including producers that are working on major international brands and that will be really exciting to share with you so please subscribe so you don't miss that and if you could do me a favour please give it a five star rating on your podcast app that helps with the searchability I really appreciate it thanks for listening I'll see you next time 